This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to you once again. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking, bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message, the old Trailblazer broadcast. Our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We want to continue our study again this morning there in 1 Peter chapter 4, and uh, we're rapidly coming to the close of this chapter, and also to the entire book of the first Peter. We only have one more uh, chapter, I believe, uh, chapter 5. And I believe that I've learned much from these studies. I don't know if you have been blessed with them, but I have. I have. And I hope you have. And we realize day after day that we're not a Bible teacher. We only know what the Lord shows us from his word. And I realize one thing this morning, that our God is faithful. Yes, he will fulfill his promise. He tells us to open our mouths wide and he will feel it. Now, my friend, to a poor old country boy like me, that means everything in the world. That promise. He says, open your mouth, and I'll fill it. Fill it with my word. He says, I'll make uh, the darkness light before you. Isn't that something? You and I, uh, the, the, before us, stands the darkness. He says, I'll uh, bring you by a way that you knew not. That's what he does. Me, day by day. The way that he's bringing me, I never knew before. I was blind and ignorant there in uh, living in sin. But the Lord opened my eyes one day and showed me that I was a sinner. Gave me grace to come to him as a sinner, just an old beggar. And he saved me one day, yes. He says, open our mouth wide and fill it. He knows our limitation. And he shows us that we can, uh, uh, yes, we can learn if the Lord would, if, if we'll just wait on the Lord. He'll not forsake us. Let me say to you this morning, you who hear this broadcast, and you tell me you want to be saved, God is faithful, my friend. He doesn't awaken a sinner, uh, no, and uh, to deal with him in mercy and just to tease him and to string him along as the world says today. No. No, sir. God will fulfill his promise every time. He tells, uh, he tells us that his word does, that he, he starts a good work in you. He will accomplish it, accomplish it until the day of Jesus Christ. If you're lost this morning, if you're out there this morning lost, and you want to be saved, the Lord put that desire in your heart. You never put it there. As the old Trailblazer broadcast goes out over more stations, new folks are hearing, we often ask the question, what, what do we preach? What do you folks preach down there? What is your message? What is your doctrine, my friend? And uh, what is your creed? And uh, these type of questions uh, we, we get many times. For I find many people who tell me they just don't hear these old-time messages in their church anymore. First, let me say that we here uh, use the King James Version of God's Word as the basis of our preaching. We do. We believe it to be the verbally inspired or verbally written by the hand of God. The Holy Spirit directed uh, those who wrote the Bible, those men, he directed them. There are no mistakes there. There are no contradictions there. And uh, we just believe God's Word. So we use the Bible as the uh, King James Version of the Bible as the basis for our teaching and preaching. We don't use any uh, organized religions, Sunday school helps and props and all of those things. No, our Sunday school teachers bring our children, thus saith the Lord. 
just the sound doctrine of God's grace, and that's what we preach here. Many preachers will tell you that they, uh, they too believe God's word, but they don't preach it. No, they've been taught it in the Bible school that repentance is no longer necessary, that we live in an enlightened age. Oh, my friend, we are in an enlightened age, but what darkness we live in. You know how we've been enlightened? Let me, let me just tell you how, we've been, how this age has been enlightened. We are enlightened by the soap operas. We are enlightened by the televangelists who rake in the millions, my friend, who get on the television, on the stage there with a production company of orchestras and music and piped-in music and, oh, and fancy clothes and fancy dancers and all of those things to entertain and to keep you interested in those things. And they bring a little sermonette and they say, now pray this prayer and you're saved. And then they say, write me, write me. You know why they want you to write them, my friend? Get your name on their mailing list, and then they bombard you with requests for money. My friends, that's true. That's not the old-time gospel. No, sir, that's not God's word. You listen. That's how we've been enlightened. Oh, we live in an enlightened age, but it's enlightened by Satan, my friend, by Hollywood. That's how we've been enlightened. They say all of those things, repentance and sovereignty of God and total depravity of man is only nonsense. But God's word teaches these great old doctrines, and we're going to continue to preach them as long as God, excuse me, long as God gives us breath to carry on, but we find that no man can come to Christ except the Father draw him. Surely we preach that man is totally depraved and that God is sovereign and that no one uh, no one comes to the Lord except the Lord draw him, my friend. Oh, my friend, uh, preachers have attempted to turn all this around and preach that man can come to God anytime he wants to. They say, uh, you just take the first step Come on, sinner, take the first step. My friend, the sinner can't take a step. He's depraved and, and lost and world without end. No, I can tell you right now, no man comes to the Father except the Holy, uh, except the Father draw him. No man can come by the power of the Holy Spirit. We preach here the election of God because the Bible sets forth that God elected a number that no man can number. That's God's business whom he calls. I just praise the Lord this morning that he called me. One day he called me and set my feet on the straight path that leads to life everlasting. And now all of this is because of his grace. God's grace is sufficient, my friend. Let me ask you this morning. Do you know anything about being awakened to your lost condition? Or are you just uh, a church member? I know folks that don't even remember when they joined the church, but they call that salvation. They do. They call that salvation. And I, I heard a funeral preacher preach a funeral one time, and he said, uh, this woman died, and he said, we had to go back in the old, old church books and find where she uh, made a profession of faith back there when she was seven years old. And this woman was up in her uh, late 60s, my friend. And, and, and no one knew that she was a Christian except they found an old book somewhere with her name written in it. No, my friend, salvation is of the Lord. Salvation is between the sinner and the Lord. Nobody has to write your name in a book here. You know where you need your name written? It's in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's where my name's written this morning. Oh, my friend, that's true. Yes, 
Uh, I wonder how many know anything about that, being shown uh, uh, that you're totally depraved. You ask me, what do you mean by total depravity, preacher? Uh, uh, Just listen. That's a good question. I asked it one day myself. Let me answer you like this. Uh, Go tell. uh, You tell me that you uh, also believe God's word. You tell me, preacher, that you preach the whole counsel of God and that you can't find anything about total depravity. Let me read you just listen. Let me read you just a verse or two. Romans. uh, We all love Romans, don't we? Oh, yes, we all love Romans. Everybody says, oh, that 8th chapter of Romans, what a blessing it is. Oh, the 8th chapter of Romans, therefore there's no more condemnation, no condemnation. Oh, that's a beautiful chapter there. Romans is a book. Apostle Paul wrote the uh, book of Romans. But, my friends, we all know how he was saved, how he was brought down, brought out of a religious life and was saved and uh, commissioned by the Lord Jesus Christ to preach the gospel. You don't believe me? then maybe you'd listen, maybe you'd believe the Apostle Paul speaking there in Romans 3.10, as it is written. Now listen, brother, listen, preacher, listen, you who say uh, uh, there's so much good in man and uh, that he's righteous. Listen, as it is written, there are none, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth, there is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are all together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. Their throat is an open sepulcher. With their tongues they have used deceit. The poison of asp is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace they have not known. And then listen to verse 18. Hold your seat. Hold your seat, as the old trailblazer often said, we're going to jump a creek. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now, that's a picture. That's a picture of the natural man, my preacher friend. Do you ever read these verses? Do you ever preach the total depravity of man in your congregation? Or do you just speak on the love of God? I'm pleading with you this morning, my preacher friend. Whoever you are, wherever you are out there, let's wake up. Wake up and begin to preach God's word. Maybe you ought to make your calling and election sure. But if you know the Lord, you are commissioned and charged by the Lord to preach God's word as it is to men as they are. And uh, you and I can't open the hearts of men and women. But listen, we can be true to their souls. Many of our preachers are drawing their salary, large salary, drawing their breath and letting their congregations go to hell because they never hear the truth from your pulpit. No, that's true. If I could not stand here and proclaim God's word to my people without the fear of losing my job or losing my pulpit, I'd quit this morning and get out and find me something else to do, my friend, where the blood of men and women would not be on my hand. Folks say, Trailblazer, you all fired up this morning, and I am because I see men and women our people, your people, your children, lost and on the, and with no hope. No, no, my friend, no hope. Our message, our ministry here at Radio Mission is that sinners may be awakened to their totally lost condition 
and to see their need of Christ. Not just turn over a new leaf, my friend. Not just turn over a new page. Not just lop off some sin. Dedicate your life anew to God. That doesn't mean a snap of your fingers, my friend. Salvation is knowing Christ. Knowing Him as your Savior and as your Redeemer. Think with me. Salvation means something, my friend. It means the difference in heaven and hell. It means that you're washed in the eternal blood of Christ. It means that all of your sins, your old sin nature, your old life of sin, all that has been covered by the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. One who took your place, if you know him. One who gave his life uh, for you, if you know him. My friend, this is why we must be awakened and convinced of sin. That's why we see our guiltiness, uh, why we must see our guiltiness. That's why we cry for the cleansing from our old sin. And oh, my friend, that forgiveness is only made possible by the death of Christ. He taken our place on the cross. Oh, no. Salvation is not that little something palmed off on our folks uh, just to trust Jesus. No, no, my friend. No, you can't. Uh, he, he must give you a new heart. That old heart is depraved. And then you can trust him with a new heart, but not until that happens. Listen, sinner, there is hope this morning in Christ. Oh, I hold out hope to you. We don't preach doom and gloom, my friend, no. I hold out hope to you. Everyone who cometh to the Lord. But are you coming? Or are you just having your own way? Are you coming to the Lord? Or are you running from the Lord like Adam and Eve did there in the garden, my friend? That's what I find. Most folks want just enough religion to be buried when they die. Oh, my friend, what a, what a, what a tragedy. This is the old trailblazer coming to you, coming to a close this morning. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis uh, inviting you to tune in each day, Monday through Friday at this same time. Would you just write us and let us know that you're listening? This is, uh, remember, our, oh, our mailing address is... The Trailblazer broadcast, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. But let me give you my bookstore, uh, the Radio Bible and Bookstore telephone number. You may want to call and get a catalog sent to you. It's 225-664-8658. And my website, radiomissions.org. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you. The Radio Bible and Book Room is a nonprofit ministry of the First Baptist Church of Algiers in connection with Radio Missions. We offer over 1,500 titles of early Puritan, Baptist, and Reformed works, including commentaries, sermons, devotionals, gifts, children's products, and a variety of King James study Bibles in regular, large, and giant print. For an online catalog and information about the Radio Bible and Book Room, visit our website at radiomissions.org. 